My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Hey everybody, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, your host, Jillian Perrick. And while I'm recording this, it's actually March 8th. You are going to be listening to this in April and hopefully the springtime weather is here by that point. We have no snow left uh, here in Ontario, Canada, and hopefully wherever you are as well. If you're one of those lucky people who live somewhere where you don't get snow year round, I'm officially jealous of you. <laughs> but Today is actually International Women's Day, so March 8th is International Women's Day, and I just wanted to take a second to, even though that you're going to be listening to this in April, I just want to say that I was somebody who, I mean, I am somebody who has had the same friends since public school. I never really expanded my network of women. Um, I would meet women at work, um, and I had a couple friends in university that I was really close with, but my relationship to women, um, it was fine. I wouldn't say that it was bad, but it's definitely gotten so much better, and I have so much more respect for all kinds of women who are going through all different things in their lives. I used to be super naive and think like, oh, well, this is what I'm going through right now, and my ego would definitely get in the way of thinking that, like, I knew best or I knew better or whatever, however else you can explain it when you're young and you think you know everything, right? But in becoming an entrepreneur in the online space, I've seen so many women do so many different things from moms to people who have been through massive trauma to uh, people who are highly, highly educated and feel like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about to people who aren't as educated, um, who again, don't feel like they know what they're talking about. And I've just met so many amazing women and something that has been a recurring theme is that like we all have these feelings of insecurity. We all have these feelings of I don't know what I'm doing, imposter syndrome is setting in, I feel like a fraud, I feel like a failure, I feel like somebody's going to call me out. We all have those feelings no matter where we are in life. We always feel like we're doing it wrong. We always feel like we're not entitled to be somewhere. And I think this day is about taking up space and realizing that our stories are important, our voices are important, what we have to say is important. And when I started um, recognizing that in myself is when everything changed for my business, when I demanded to take up space and I really stood in my own power of what I knew instead of trying to cater to everybody and everything and trying to know everything I just stayed in my zone of genius and it has been so rewarding and another thing about the entrepreneurial space is getting in the room and being around people as you guys know at this point if you know me um, I have a speech impediment so getting out and socializing was not something that I was keen to do 
do as a new entrepreneur, but I realized quickly how important it was when I went to my first event, Pays to be Brave in San Diego, October 2019. And when I went to that first event, my very first networking event, um, it opened so many doors for me and um, it was a very quick turnaround from my growth. Even though I felt like I didn't meet as many people at Pays to be Brave, be brave. I met, I actually ended up meeting a lot. I ended up sitting next to somebody at dinner who turned into a client. Um, I ended up making connections that were always like working out for me. It just wasn't as quick as I thought it would be. But I have a new belief that everything is always working out for me no matter how long it takes. And everything is always going to be a positive repercussion no matter if I think it is or not so even if something is happening and I'm like what the fuck is going on right now like this is not how I want it to be it's always working out for my greater good and I hope that you have a belief like that as well so today's episode is going to be all about overconsumption and if you don't know what I'm talking about overconsumption is a symptom of imposter syndrome and here's why imposter syndrome again is the persistent internalized fear of being revealed as a fraud and one of the ways that you cope or one of the ways that you potentially make yourself feel better is by overconsuming information about your niche about the area in which you claim to be an expert in um, and this is out of fear. So for example, when I actually started talking about imposter syndrome early, early in um, January 2019 is when I declared that to be my niche. Um, I felt like a fucking fraud talking about imposter syndrome. I was like, okay, yeah, even though I've struggled with it myself, and even though I have all this education and all this certification behind me, I still don't feel like I'm qualified enough to tell people about my own experiences with being a fraud. So naturally, I read all of the books possible on imposter syndrome. I looked up all the studies. I read all the research and I would just be regurgitating information and stats. Now, don't get me wrong. Information and stats are really, really important. But if you are just reading something just to make yourself feel better about the fact that now you know more, that is when you know you have gone to the territory of imposter syndrome. So maybe you tell yourself that if you don't consume all of the knowledge, it would be obvious to others that you have no idea what you're doing. But the reality is that nobody knows everything about one thing. You're always learning. You're always growing. There are university professors and people in different types of knowledgeable areas in which they are always taking certification they're always taking courses to improve their learning an example of this would be a police officer there are new police officers every day and in the organization that I work in which is a policing organization they have to do their initial training but they don't get on the job knowing everything they don't get on the job knowing the criminal code in and out they don't get on the job knowing everything there is to know about interacting with other people and being on the road and doing their notes and all that stuff that like they literally learn as they go and to adopt that attitude is something that is immeasurable as an entrepreneur We're actually so conditioned by school to believe that more is more, that more consumption, more textbook learning, uh, more teaching, more this, more that means that you know what you're talking about. And of course, in the online space, we all talk about consistency. You need to be consistent. But if you look at somebody like Angie Lee, she says the same shit over and over and over again. And 
a lot of the time she doesn't even mix up her content. A lot of the time she's saying the same thing over and over again. And that's because she's an expert in a specific area and she knows where her strengths are. And this is in no way me saying that you can't do research, that you can't read books, that you can't consume all of the knowledge because you're just so fascinated. But if you are doing it simply out of fear and you never feel good enough and you're reaching for the next book or the next study just so you can regurgitate the information, you are going to perpetuate that feeling of feeling like a fraud. You are going to constantly feel like whatever you say isn't good enough and that you're just waiting for someone to come out behind the bush and be like, oh, you actually just regurgitated that from a textbook. And another thing I wanted to say is that teaching your content, so teaching it over and over again, is going to make you feel more like an expert. So maybe you don't need to know all 100 pieces of information about your niche but maybe if you just got a couple of those pieces of information down to a science made it your own and kept teaching that people would see your knowledge and again when it comes to free content people are going to take what they're going to take from it don't spend hours and hours and hours curating an instagram story because people are going to take the pieces of information that they find relevant to themselves and they are going to implement probably like less than 50% of the time are they actually going to implement anything but they're not going to notice if you are only giving a little piece of a story instead of the hundred pieces of information that you may have consumed and when you finally feel like you are confident in your abilities to deliver the information that you have for your ideal clients, you will not overconsume. This is something that I thought I would never get over in terms of like always needing to read the next thing and watch the next masterclass or the next webinar or whatever. I realized that now I am so confident in my knowledge and I only read things because I find them interesting or I think I can add to it and it, it never is something where I'm constantly stressed out before a presentation or before I do something, which is how it used to be. I used to be like, okay, I'm going to do a guest speaking uh, on a podcast or something and I would read all my notes on imposter syndrome, even though I wrote all those notes on imposter syndrome. I wrote all that content and I would be frantically reading it over and over again being like I need to embed this in my brain so I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I also want you to be kind with yourself when it comes to the environment in which you're in. So you may feel like I completely freeze up when I go to to do speaking events or when I go to do like a podcast interview on my niche or when someone is asking me questions about my niche, I completely freeze up and that must mean that I'm a fraud and I don't know what I'm talking about. But that could just be your brain going into safety mode and it's preserving all of its energy because it knows that you're anxious, it knows that you're nervous and it wants to protect you. So in those situations, it makes sense if you don't have that creativity. It makes sense if you're stressed out and nervous so your mind goes blank. That used to happen to me as well. But that doesn't mean that I didn't have all that knowledge stored in my subconscious mind. The subconscious mind retains every little piece of information and experiences ever happened to you. The information is there. It is just up to you to relax, breathe into it, and to really recall from a place of love and acceptance and compassion for yourself instead of thinking, I'm a fraud, I'm a failure, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Chances are, if you have declared yourself an expert in a certain area, or if you have niched down to a specific area, there is something about that area that you think you know a lot about. And Additionally, don't beat yourself up if you're starting out and you need to learn more about that niche. And 
of course you need to learn more and do the certification and keep yourself up to date with all the current stuff. But if you're over consuming, if you're stress consuming and you're just doing it right before you have to do a speech or right before you have to go guest expert on a podcast or you can't do anything without like reading your notes frantically, then it's time to step back and think, am I over consuming or am I genuinely just interested in this piece of information and I want to add it to my tool belt. Of course, you're going to want to add it to your tool belt, but I think the important thing to focus on here is, is am I doing this out of fear? Am I doing this because I'm afraid that I don't know enough? And instead, journal out or think about what are the things that I do know about this niche and what are the things that I know about myself, that I am competent, that I am knowledgeable, that I am trying my best, that I am new at this and that I just have to keep going and keep persevering, but just because I I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm talking about. It's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to consume information because you want to learn more. But where it's not okay is when you are constantly consuming information because you don't feel good enough and you're therefore scrambling around trying to assert your worth by knowing as much as you possibly can, but never feeling like it's good enough. Those are the feelings that are going to cause you to self-sabotage. Those are the feelings that are going to cause you to not want to go on some of these podcasts or not speak about your niche because you just never feel like it's good enough. And I think this is really important because we can get it really confused with just like learning, but we're always learning. We're always consuming information. We're always learning something new about our niche. I learn something new about imposter syndrome every single fucking day. This is a new concept that was introduced to me like a couple months ago in which like I realized that it was associated to my imposter syndrome I was like damn whenever I would read books like specifically I remember reading this specific book about imposter syndrome and I was like once I read this book I am going to be so equipped to help people and I realized how fucked up it is that I said that to myself I was like bitch you already have been helping people you already have been doing so much And reading a book, it's just literally somebody else's opinion and some research, but it's mostly somebody else's opinion about the research that has been done. And you have done research on this before in school and in university. You've, you've read the studies, you know, the numbers, you know, how many people struggle with imposter syndrome. And now this is where you put your spin on all this information that you're learning. This is how you interpret the learnings. And you are smart enough to do that. But this is how you interpret everything you've learned to help somebody who is in need of your service. And trust me, you are able to use your story. You are able to use all the information that you've acquired over your however many years of life. And you are good enough right now as you are. You will always be learning something new. You will always be focusing on something else in your niche or expanding your knowledge about it, but you don't have to overconsume. You don't have to feel like you need to read one more book in order to know the most. You don't have to feel like you need to know every stat and do all this overconsumption before you feel good enough. You are good enough right now And the more that you lean into the knowledge that you do have and teaching the knowledge that you do have, staying consistent with that knowledge, you will learn more and more every day and you will start to feel better and better about yourself and your knowledge. And be compassionate with yourself. Be kind to yourself in terms of I am... I am an expert in this area, but I'm also learning and I'm allowed to learn. I'm allowed to help people and teach people, but I'm also allowed 
to make mistakes and to not know everything. Give yourself permission to not know everything because there is no failure, only feedback and everything will be okay if if you don't have every piece of knowledge known to man about a topic because that is literally impossible. I hope you guys got a little bit of clarity and some comfort from this episode. That's going to kind of be the theme for this month in terms of like comfort and like just knowing that you're not alone um, in this feeling, in this human experience, in feeling like an imposter. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach Jill for tons of free content, strategies, and inspo. See you next time.